When this is over, you're gonna look the same way anyways, so why even try? You've let your body go so much that it will never look as good as it used to. You're eating too much to lose weight. I find myself thinking negative thoughts that I don't actually consciously think. I've found myself in the past self-sabotaging when I would get close to a goal and then I'd completely fall off the wagon. I don't know why. I'm so back and forth between good days and bad days and my brain has been telling me it's only the first week of this kickstart challenge and I'm a failure. I've had a lot of wins though. I'm just struggling to cut away from the focus on my physical appearance and the pressure to be perfect. The all or nothing mentality is hard to break. All of these words are from ladies who are currently going through my 21 day kickstart challenge. This is a health and fitness focused challenge, but unlike other challenges, inside of this challenge, we place a high emphasis on your mindset behind your health and fitness. Can you relate to these self-sabotaging behaviors like procrastination, all or nothing thinking, two steps forward, 10 steps back, perfectionism, avoidance, quitting? I know I sure can. It's ironic, actually, that I had planned this podcast episode, so the the general overall topic, a few weeks ago, and these past two weeks, for me, have been full of self-sabotaging behaviors. Plus, to have women sharing their experiences just in the past few days with their inner voices wanting to ruin their attempts at being healthier and happier, like, why in the world does this happen? Why do we stop ourselves from achieving the success that we want to achieve? We see this happen and pop up when we procrastinate or avoid starting something that is difficult or unclear. Or if you're anything like me, you make a to-do list that no one could ever accomplish in a few days. Or we quit when things don't go well or before you even start. Have you ever delayed starting because you just don't think that you're capable anyways? Or beating yourself up? That's just a mistake that all humans would make. Or for me, in this example with the podcast, and I'm wanting to start writing articles, and so I've ran into this lately, editing something for way too long, and then it's overdue, or you're late on submitting it when you said you were going to submit it. And so really, this leads to us spiraling in shame and self-loathing when things go wrong. Or even staying small, not taking risk, not growing into your full potential in order to avoid failure, All of these are self-sabotaging behaviors that we see in our lives. There are a couple of reasons why I wanted to dedicate an episode to self-sabotage. So number one is a huge reason why women never achieve the life that they want to live. Whether it's in their health, their relationships, their career, their finances, basically all aspects of life. And number two, a couple of weeks ago, I enrolled into a course to receive my health mindset coaching certification, and we're already diving into lots of talk of self-sabotage. For me personally, I absolutely used to sabotage my health goals. So skipping workouts or punishing myself with a workout. So opposites, but still sabotaging myself. Binge eating at the end of the day after eating healthy the whole entire day or overindulging at restaurants because that's just what you do, right? Like if you pay for it, you're supposed to eat all of it and all of the free chips and everything. So while there are many reasons that we sabotage our positive efforts, even though it seems like it comes out of nowhere, it really doesn't. We can predict these behaviors. One of the main points that I want to talk about today is cognitive dissonance. 
I think that this will give you the best insight as it's what led me to my own light bulb aha moment in understanding where self-sabotaging habits come from or behaviors come from and why we do it. So cognitive dissonance happens when our actions don't align with our beliefs and our values. We will do what we can subconsciously and unknowingly to get them to align again. So like the quote that I used from a lady inside of the Kickstart Challenge, she's like, I don't know why this happens. It's our subconscious that is fighting against us. So when you're going through the motions of eating healthy and exercising, your subconscious brain is like, wait a second, this this isn't how we do things around here. AKA your inner belief system still identifies as the woman who skips her workouts and grabs fast food each day for lunch. So whenever you're racking up these rewards and these victories and celebrating yourself for the things that you're physically doing, but internally you do not feel worthy of these rewards, you will sabotage your progress and your happiness. You could be thinking, but if I work hard for something, I will be happy to achieve success. I worked so hard that I deserve this success. That's what you would think, right? So here's an example. Let's say you have a goal to lose 30 pounds and you lose your first 15. You're halfway there. That's amazing, right? But the thoughts of, can I really keep this going? Start to creep in. And before you know it, you haven't lost a pound in two weeks. In fact, you've even gained back five. So what happens here is you had the goal of losing 30 pounds, but you don't identify yourself as being someone who is 30 pounds lighter and healthy and fit. So your actions of eating healthy and working out are still just actions. Being fit has not become part of your identity. You're going through the motions, but your subconscious mind doesn't believe that you are fit. Your actions and your subconscious mind are out of alignment. Cue the self-sabotage. This is when we see things like complacency and justifications start to creep in. Being complacent with being a little bit better when you wanted to be great and possibly justifying why you deserve to order takeout since you've been good all week. There are multiple problems with the situation. I'll start with the disclaimer that I'm not saying you can't truly be happy and satisfied with losing 15 pounds when you originally thought that you wanted to lose 30. I've seen it happen multiple times with women that I coach. Automatically, a young woman named Jenna comes to my mind. She came into the Health Excel Academy wanting to heal her relationship with food, and she had a goal of losing 30 pounds. I supported her goal while letting her know that it could be a stretch, but it doesn't hurt to try. See, it's hard to set a specific weight loss goal when you're doing things the right way, meaning improving your nutrition and focusing on getting stronger. Fat loss and weight loss are not the same. That's actually a great episode topic, so possibly more on that later before I go down a whole tangent and loopholes around all of that. So that was point number one of what was wrong with the statement of, you know, the justifications of I deserve this and, you know, oh, it's okay that I only reached half of my goal. Point number two of what's wrong with the idea of justifications around I deserve to splurge. Y'all already know I'm all for sustainability in your health journey. So if you find yourself struggling to quote unquote stay on track when the weekend rolls around, your plan isn't sustainable and you need a new plan that you can live with forever. Point number three of what's wrong with the idea of these justifications of I deserve to splurge. You have to stop using food as a reward system. 
Food is meant to be fuel for our body. Yes, of course, we should still enjoy food, and sometimes it's solely for enjoyment, like Mona Blake's ice cream date the other day. Sorry, but ice cream is not fueling your body. When you use food as a reward, you're likely also using it as a punishment, and you can guess where that will take you. The final thing that I want to cover is that the self-sabotaging that you're experiencing isn't intended to be bad. I mean, the outcome typically isn't preferable, but it's your brain trying to protect you. Again, after years of poor habits, your subconscious thoughts have been wired to think this is how we do things. And when you're trying to change your poor habits, your brain is protecting you from change. This is also known as internal resistance. So what do you do about it? I want you to change your perspective. It's easy to think if my brain and my subconscious are against me, why even try? But that is such a fixed mindset and I want to challenge you to have a growth mindset. So instead, I want you to view it as I'm only human. Of course, there will be days that I resist the positive change that I want to make, but I know I can still succeed. The resistance you feel when you want to make these positive changes and include and learn and build these healthy habits It takes a lot of energy out of you when you're feeling that resistance. For example, perfect example actually, this podcast episode has been on my to-do list for a whole week. I started with, I'll do it on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and then Thursday, and then Friday, and finally, I was like, as long as it gets done by the end of the day on Sunday, I'm good. This sucked so much energy out of me, if I could have just gotten it done when I said I was going to get it done... I would have had so much more mental space and wouldn't have had to stress about it for literally six days. So what's your fill-in-the-blank podcast? Is it running an errand? Is it making a phone call? Is it getting in a workout? The thing is, I actually enjoy doing this podcast. I make zero dollars from it, so I'm not doing it for the money. I just love sharing my knowledge with all of you, but something in me still fights against my best interest in just getting it done. I mentioned earlier that self-sabotage comes from somewhere, just like this internal resistance I had towards the podcast, why couldn't I just do it? I blocked out time each day just to get it done, and each day something more important came up. I couldn't focus. It just wasn't quiet enough in my house. I let all of the excuses stop me from actually following through. Thinking about how this resistance in our subconscious brain is trying to protect us, I started to question. What do I need to be protected from by recording a podcast episode? What kind of protection do I need or what am I fearing around recording this? And then it hit me. Oh, like I'm literally spending hours on this episode, researching, writing notes, ensuring my words actually make sense. And it would kind of suck if I put it out there and no one listens or no one enjoys it. I didn't know that at the time, but now it makes so much more sense to me essentially a fear of failure or not being accepted. That's what I was feeling around recording this podcast episode. As well as the cognitive dissonance here, so I've let myself procrastinate for the past couple of weeks on podcast episodes. So now my subconscious brain thinks, oh, this is how we do things around here. So even when I want to try my hardest at getting it done on time, my brain fights so hard against me to say, no, 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 like, You procrastinate on this for about five days. So is this resonating with you in any way? So maybe not specifically a podcast episode, but what things do you procrastinate on due to fear of failing? So last example here in hopes to help you find what resonates with you because I want to give you multiple examples. 
So we've talked a little bit about health and fitness. I've talked a little bit about my work. So now I want to talk about the relationship category. So when I was single, I used to tell myself that I was a strong, independent woman who didn't need a man. And maybe that's like a movie quote or something. I don't know. It just sounds like something that everyone says. So anyways, nothing that I made up specifically, but I really started to believe that. So I think that where where that stemmed from was after an unhealthy relationship in college, I convinced myself that I was better off single anyways. While I was great in my singleness, I noticed in my dating attempts that I would push people away. I would find a reason, any reason, not to see someone again, even if like the guy was a decent guy. Luckily, I realized this by the time that I met Blake, my now husband, or else I likely would have pushed him away as well. But actually, like, whenever I actually think about it, there were still some signs of me attempting to push him away after we had initially been dating for a couple of months. But anyways, I realized that, I brought awareness to it, and I was able to work towards overcoming that. I realized my internal belief and that my belief of, hey, you're totally fine single. Yeah, I thought I was fine, but I thought internally, I thought, nope, you're better off single. When my actions of trying to date, trying to find someone did not align, luckily I realized, hey, we're out of alignment here. And I was then able to take those next steps to get into alignment. So what I want you to ask yourself here is what's your podcast episode? What do you fear starting? What do you fear failing? What do you fear not being good enough for? What poor habits have you ingrained into your brain that are fighting against you when you want to make a positive change? Or even what beliefs have you let become ingrained into your mind that are holding you back from what you truly want in your life? Are you telling yourself that you're better off and you're happier, you're fat and happy, when in reality you're like, no, I want to live a healthy life. Are you telling yourself that you're better off single when you know you want to find someone and marry them one day and have a family? What is holding you back from living your best life? Once you can understand this and accept that it's not just the actions that you have to push through, you can't rely on willpower and determination and motivation. These things do not last and these things do not withstand when things get tough. Okay, but you also have to focus on your mindset behind your actions. When you realize this and you're able to emphasize focus around this, you'll have a much better chance at success. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Send them a text or share it on your Facebook and your Instagram story. You can tag me on Instagram at Health Excel Academy. And on Facebook, my name is Carly Brewer. Every share goes a long way and I absolutely appreciate it. I hope you have an awesome day.